Hey parents, Trusty Narrator here, and I'm super excited to tell you about a brand new podcast from the creators of Who Smarted called Mysteries About True Histories. It's full of adventure, riddles, jokes. We even snuck some secret math into each episode, including the title of the show. If your kid likes to laugh and learn, then they're going to love Mysteries About True Histories. Out now, wherever you listen to podcasts. Ever wondered if spiders have bones? How about why we jump when we're scared? The podcast, Moment of Um, answers those questions that pop into your head out of nowhere. From the producers of Brains On and Smash Boom Best, Moment of Um delivers a bite-sized episode every weekday. A perfect brain snack the whole family can enjoy. Follow Moment of Um wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, Smarty Pants, trusty narrator here. As you can hear, I'm in a stadium attending a pretty wild sporting event. Nope, it's not baseball. Or football. Or soccer. Goal! Here's a hint. I used my time-traveling app. To go back to ancient Rome... And now I'm sitting in what's considered the most famous arena in all of world history, watching things like this, and this, and even this. Any guess what this arena is called? Did you say the Roman Colosseum? That's right, smarty pants. Great job if you got it. Now, you may have heard about the Colosseum or even seen it in a movie. Maybe you've even visited it. But for those who haven't, the Roman Colosseum is where they held something called gladiator fights. A hundred bucks on the guy with the cool scar. One hundred bucks on the guy with the cool mask. A hundred bucks on the lion. <laughs> Woohoo! Pay up, boys! Yep, things got pretty hairy inside the Colosseum. Which was pretty crazy in and of itself. For one thing, the Colosseum is over two football fields long, 500 feet wide, and 16 stories high. It is the largest amphitheater in the world. Whoa. An amphitheater, by the way, is an open-air arena used for watching sports, entertainment, or performances. In short, the Colosseum is colossal. But how was the Colosseum built? What events took place there? And what was it like to be a gladiator? It's time for another whiff of science and history on... Who's smarted? Who's smarted? Who smart? Is it you? Is it me? Is it science or history? Listen up, everyone. We make smarting lots of fun. And who's smarted? Wow, the Colosseum is so big, it's hard to find my seat. Hey, maybe that guy in the cool purple toga knows. Excuse me. Do you know where I can find seat uh, LVIIX? Eh, what citizen dares address the emperor directly? <gasps> Do you want to be thrown into the arena to fight lions and gladiators? Oh, no, 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 no. I'm just here to spectate. I'm the trusty narrator. I host a podcast called Who Smarted? <clears throat> Who Smarted? <clears throat> Take him to the dungeon. He fights tomorrow. Uh-oh. I better get back to the future, smarty pants. Wait! 
Did you say you're from the future? Yes, I'm here to teach the smarty pants about the Colosseum. I see. Release trusty future man. Come, sit beside me as my guest. Let me teach you about my Colosseum. And you are? How dare you insult me, pretending not to know the emperor? Guards, take him away! Wait, wait, wait. I wanted to introduce you to the smarty pants. Oh, leave him be. I am the great Roman emperor, Domitian. I pretty much run this place. Oh, and let me point out, it's not called the Colosseum because of its colossal size. In fact, we Romans here in 80 A.C.E. don't even call it the Colosseum. What do you call it? Simply the amphitheater. Why, it's the largest and most magnificent amphitheater ever built. If you say, I'm going to the amphitheater, pretty much everyone knows which one you're talking about. Some call it the Flavian Amphitheater, after my family, the Flavians. But I know they're just kissing up to me. The Colosseum wouldn't be called the Colosseum for almost 1,000 years. Smarty Pants, how did the Colosseum get its name? Is it A, because of a statue? B, because of a fish? Or C, because if you like gladiators, it's where you'd go to see them? The answer is A, a statue. Yes, the Colossus was a 98-foot bronze statue of the former Emperor Nero, a vain man who loved celebrating himself. But my father, Vespasian, got him back good. How? He tore down the enormous palace Nero built for himself, drained Nero's man-made lake, and built the Colosseum right smack on top of it. His most genius move was turning all the canals used to drain the lake into sewer pipes, which haul away all the waste made by the 80,000 fans in the Colosseum's bathrooms. That's a lot of smarting. The Colossus statue remained standing outside, so the amphitheater became known as the Colosseum. I notice you have great seats. As emperor, I have my own special box with the best view in the house. Surrounding me are the Roman senators, and above us, the regular Roman citizens. The richer you are, the lower your seat. The poorest people sit way up in the nosebleeds, along with the women and slaves. Yeah, ancient Rome wasn't the most progressive place. Quiet! Two gladiators are about to fight to the death for my amusement. See what I mean? Speaking of seeing, while you have a great view of the arena floor, everyone else here has a great view of you. That's by design, future man. You see, after a gladiatorial battle... I'll ask the audience if they thought the losing gladiator fought bravely enough to warrant living to fight another day. If it's a no, I give thumbs up, and that gladiator is. But if it's a yes, I'll give a thumbs down, which tells the fighters to lay down their swords. Ah, so thumbs down is actually good news for the gladiators. Most movies have that backwards. Movies? It's a future thing. Hmm, you must tell me more about Rome in the future. 
I'm sure the Roman Empire is still going strong. Um, well, back to the Colosseum. This place is huge. How did you build it? It wasn't easy. You know the saying, Rome wasn't built in a day. Well, neither was the Colosseum. Guess how long it took? Smarty Pants, was it eight years, 18 years, or 28 years? We built it in just eight years. Of course, our Roman engineers had the help of a hundred thousand slaves and a secret weapon. Smarty Pants, what was the secret weapon that helped them build the Colosseum so fast? Was it A, elephants? B, giant cranes? Or C, an IKEA instruction manual? If you said B, cranes, you're right. My engineers designed a giant crane out of massive tree trunks connected to what looks like a large hamster wheel. When a bunch of workers walk inside the wheel, the crane's ropes can lift enormous weights. Heave! Like all the 50-ton stones that make up the walls of the Colosseum. Cool. Speaking of cool... How do you like our valerium? Your what? Valerium! The awning you see around the top of the Colosseum that shades us from the blazing Roman sun. It also keeps out the rain on stormy days. Believe it or not, it's totally retractable. Oh, so the Colosseum is basically the world's first domed stadium. Whatever that means... What I can say is, because our awning is sloped downward, it catches the wind and gives spectators a nice breeze. We use 100 specially trained sailors from our Imperial Navy to operate it. Wow. It don't matter how pretty the stadium is if you can't put on a great show. Yikes. Who are you? I am Smarticus. Top-ranked gladiator in the world. Ah, oh, Smarticus has provided me and Rome much entertainment over the years. Like most gladiators, who've lasted as long as he has, he's become somewhat of a celebrity. Of course, most gladiators don't last very long. Some don't even make it out of gladiator school. Wait, there are schools that teach, um, gladiating? Yep. The largest one is just outside the Colosseum and is connected by an underground tunnel. Not just anyone can become a gladiator, you know. It takes years of training. (sighs) It also helps to be good-looking. People love paying to see a handsome gladiator. Wow, they really are like movie stars. Smarty Pants, who was most likely to become a gladiator? Was it A, the sons of Roman senators? B, prisoners of war and condemned criminals? Or C, highly decorated army soldiers? The answer is B. Not many people go into the gladiator business voluntarily. It's a rough life spent training, fighting, and locked up in a dungeon cell. Like I said, not progressive. Hey, at least we have toilets. What most people don't realize is there's different kinds of gladiators. You've got your Dimacary, who fight with two swords... Your Essidary, who fight from chariots, which are wheeled carts pulled by horses. 
and your retiari, who fight with nets and a trident. A trident is a spear with three prongs, like what King Triton holds in The Little Mermaid. Some gladiators have specialties. For example, the Andabite wear helmets without eye holes and have to fight blind. Did I get him? While the Preganari are just there for laughs. <laughs> They're professional comic gladiators who fight with harmless wooden swords. And then there are the Bestiari. You ask me, they're the bravest of them all. Their particular skill is... Coming up right after this quick break. Hi, Trusty here with a special message for all the parents and guardians listening. I know how important it is for your child to excel in every way possible, especially when it comes to education. Well, thanks to my friends at iXL, you don't have to go it alone. iXL is a personalized learning platform that's transforming the way children master everything from math to social studies. iXL's interactive courses and immediate feedback ensure learning is super engaging and accessible for every student, pre-K through 12th grade. Imagine that, a tool that grows with your child, offering personalized recommendations based on their progress. And we know it works because we've used it ourselves. Adam Tex Davis, co-creator of Who Smarted, used iXL to help his daughter stay on top of her schoolwork and excel in her classes. Backed by research, students who use the iXL program are more likely to get higher test scores because iXL functions like a tutor. And whether your child needs help with homework, classwork, test prep, or is looking for a challenge, iXL has you covered, and all of that at an affordable rate. A one-month subscription to iXL costs less than what most tutors charge for an hour. And one subscription is good for every child in your household. Join the millions of parents who trust iXL and make an impact on your child's learning today. Oh, and who smarted listeners get an exclusive 20% off iXL membership when you sign up now at iXL.com smarted. Visit iXL.com smarted to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. iXL Learning. Inspire. Excel. Learn more at iXL.com. Hey there, smarty moms, dads, adults, and anyone who loves great food but doesn't always have the time or energy to grocery shop, prep, and cook a big meal. Well, take it from me, the trusty narrator. I found the perfect solution to having delicious home-cooked meals without all the time and hassle. It's called Factor Meals. With Factor Meals, you can forget about all the shopping, chopping, or even washing dishes. That's because Factor's fresh, never-frozen meals arrive at your door ready to heat and eat in just two minutes. That's right. With Factor, you and your family are always just two minutes away from chowing down on chef-crafted, dietitian-approved, delicious gourmet meals. From calorie-smart to protein-plus to vegetarian to keto options, Factor has six menus guaranteed to meet your wellness goals. And with over 35 meal choices and 60 add-ons weekly, your taste buds will never get bored. I personally started ordering Factor meals last month for those busy days when I want a tasty lunch or dinner that fills me up and crushes my nutrition goals, but I only have five minutes to cook it. And Factor 100% delivers on time, every time. So 
head on over to factormeals.com slash smarted50 and use code smarted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code smarted50 at factormeals.com slash smarted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Hi, Smarty Pants. I want to tell you all about my friend Lucy's very fun podcast called Short Stories for Kids, where kids are the heroes in every story. If you send your story idea to Lucy, she might pick yours and make you the hero in your very own episode. They're all really fun to listen to, and you can check them out at Short Stories for Kids. Here's Lucy to tell you more. Oh no, I'm late again. I really have to hurry. Lisa thought to herself, and ran down the street as fast as she could. In the distance, she recognized the bus stop. The school bus was already there. Onward she ran, but suddenly she heard the sound of the engine. Wait! Lisa shouted desperately, but the bus driver did not notice her and drove on. To hear the rest of this story, come on over to Short Stories for Kids podcast, where you get to be the hero in your own story. Now back to Who Smarted. We're learning about gladiators, and particularly the bestiari, who fight against... Wild animals! We hold as many wild animal hunts in the Colosseum as we do gladiator battles. Your typical Roman has never seen a wild animal. So lions, tigers, bears, elephants, ostriches, and rhinos really pack them in. Whoa, where'd all those lions come from? They weren't here a second ago. Nope, they were in the hypogeum. Beneath the arena floor is a basement filled with cages. It's like a zoo down there, literally. Hey, smarty pants, how do you think the animals get from the hypogeum to the arena? Do they use the stairs, a ramp, or an elevator? Well, obviously, they don't use an elevator. Wait, they do? We've got about 30 elevators under there, each big enough to hold two lions. A bunch of really strong men push a wheel called a capstan. That's connected to ropes and pulleys. This lifts the elevator up to a trap door, allowing the animals to appear in the arena like magic. Trust me, the crowd loves it. Oh, it's time for the main event. You're on, Smodarchus. You're on. I shall return. Um, Emperor, the Colosseum is flooding. Should we run? Relax, narrator. I'm guessing this is your first Namakia. Um, it's my first everything. What is a Naumachia? A Naumachia is a recreation of a famous naval battle. And by recreation, I mean down to the last detail. Today's battle involves 50 ships and 10,000 combatants, just like the real deal. How are you able to flood the Colosseum so fast? You've no doubt heard of the famous Roman aqueducts, right? They're stone bridges that carry thousands of gallons of water into Rome from mountain lakes miles away. Well, we built a connection to one of those aqueducts, and voila, instant ocean. Dear narrator, you are witnessing the future of entertainment. 
Um, I hate to be a spoil sport emperor, but this all comes to a screeching halt around 435 CE. Smarty Pants, why do you think the Romans stopped holding spectacles like this in the Colosseum? Some believe it's because the Roman emperor adopted Christianity. And decided all of this violence was wrong. But really, it came down to money. It turns out that training gladiators, rounding up exotic animals, and maintaining a crumbling architectural marvel really adds up. I'm afraid to look at my water bill after this naval battle. I won! <laughs> Were you not entertained? Actually, it's a little brutal for my tastes. I think I'll stick to baseball in the future. A big overseas shout-out to our smarty friend Bobby in Oldbury, England. We're so glad you love getting a whiff of science and history from the gang at Who Smarted. This episode, The Roman Colosseum, was written by Steve Maximus Melcher and voiced by Adam Dungeon Davis, Chris Colossus Okawa, Max Chariot Kamaski, Kim Dagger Davis, and Jerry Colbert. Technical direction and sound design by Josh Helmut Hahn. Who Smarted is recorded and mixed at the Relic Room Studios. Our associate producer is Max Kamaski. The theme song is by Brian Sandal Suarez, with lyrics written and performed by Adam Tex Davis. Who Smarted was created and produced by Adam Tex Davis and Jerry Colbert. This has been an Atomic Entertainment production. wondered if spiders have bones? How about why we jump when we're scared? The podcast, Moment of Um, answers those questions that pop into your head out of nowhere. From the producers of Brains On and Smash Boom Best, Moment of Um delivers a bite-sized episode every weekday. A perfect brain snack the whole family can enjoy. Follow Moment of Um wherever you listen to podcasts.